0: Jesus, a lobster can transmit urine signals up to seven body lengths ahead of them. That's a solid stream. Welcome back to Show Me Your's Podcast with Jackie and Johnny. My name's Jackie Agnew, and I promise I haven't done anything to Johnny. (laughs) I know it's a little suspicious. Johnny isn't here again. Uh, It's okay. As we mentioned, uh, he has some family stuff going on right now, Uh, so he has to be there right now. Uh, Shout out to, to Johnny and his family. Much love to them. Uh the good news is that you and I get to have uh, some alone time again. Uh please don't stop listening. <laughs> I'll try to be more focused uh this time. I probably won't drink as much. I don't have the the tools to make margaritas in front of me this time. I I do have uh some uh Tequila and orange juice, which uh, is a lovely combination. I recommend it. It's pretty much a tequila sunrise minus the grenadine, which is kind of pointless in a tequila sunrise, anyways. Who needs that much sweetness, right? I already got a uh, all the sweetness I need is within my 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 soul. Um, and yeah, this holds uh, the rest of the patron that uh that i had left so you guys better make it worth it um no it's all right uh it's on me it's not on you guys you guys are cool but um yeah we got we got a good album today we're gonna have fun we're gonna have fun um we're gonna try and and get back to normal uh next week some things are are out of our hand and and that's okay uh but in the meantime um i already went over (laughs) this. I swear <laughs> I'm not drunk. Um I just have uh, the sh- short-term memory problems. Um anyways, we have a great album to go over today. Uh, it is Born in the USA by uh, Bruce uh, uh, Springsteen. Have you heard of him? This new up-and-comer called Bruce uh, uh, Springsteen. I think yeah, it is Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it's uh it's Bruce Springsteen. Born in the USA, as you see the iconic album behind me. I'm sure most of you have heard or at least heard of this album. Um, I picked this album today um, because I, I, it was a last it was a last minute decision. Uh, I'm sure Johnny would have liked to have talked about it. I know he's not like a huge Springsteen guy, um, but you know what? Uh, but, uh, there, there wasn't much rhyme or reason behind this decision. I'm gonna be honest with you guys about that one. Uh, but I do love the spring scene and I love this album. That's why I chose it. I was just kidding before. I always have a reason for my actions. I'm a logical person, anyways. But before we get in, get into all that. How are you guys? How have your How has your week been? You know what would make your week better and my week better is if you hit that lovely subscribe a button uh if you're watching on youtube click that thumbs up click that little bell uh it'll notify you whenever we upload a new episode which is every monday if you don't know already then uh mark it in your calendars um and uh leave a comment you know all of this stuff i know it seems silly and we repeat it every week but it's actually super helpful um so yeah, do whatever you can wherever you're listening. Please subscribe uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a five star review. Um, do all the things you know what to do. Uh, we really appreciate uh, you tuning in and um, and you coming along for the ride. Any any suggestions? Hey, if you want to request an album, leave it in the comments section. If you want a shout out, shout out weekly shout out to Martin. Uh, uh, that wasn't intentional. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, weekly shout-out to Olmar to Martin. Um, if you want a shout-out, uh, just leave it in the comments. Let us know. We'll, we'll give you one. Um, and most importantly, if you want to come watch us do uh, live stand-up comedy in person and you are in the Vancouver area, we run a weekly show... In Kitsilano at Kings Head Pub, uh, it's 8 p.m. every Tuesday. Tickets are only ten bucks. Uh, Link to those tickets is in the description. Come on out, watch us do comedy. Come say hi. It's always a good time. We have great comics on every week, and yeah, just come have fun. Meet us in person. We'll fucking take a selfie. Uh, shout us out on your Instagram stories. That's the other thing you should do. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. All that good stuff. I know. It's getting old. We repeat this every week. But you know what? I need to be reminded about things a lot. And I assume others do as well. So we're in this together. But uh, before we uh, dive in to this uh, album we got today. um, let's, Let's go over some stories. You know, some stories in the news. First of all. This isn't really much of a story. It's just a a fun fact, I guess. A fun discovery. Um, Do you know the language of lobsters? Do you? I don't think you do. Because, you know, we know that uh, these animals... Obviously, they communicate with each other for purposes of mating. And uh, other um, necessary actions. But for until recently... We did not know how lobsters communicated. So, how do you think lobsters talk to each other? They pee in each other's faces. Yes, very good. That is how lobsters communicate. They piss on each other. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Basically, the way this works uh, is, is all very insi- scientific. They um when they when they take a take a little whiz. Uh, there are pheromones, obviously, uh, involved, and um, uh, they, these pheromones, uh, there's a lot of words in here that I don't understand <laughs> at all. Um, they produce pheromones, and then they go into the urine stream, and American lobsters, or homaris americanus, there's no way that that's the Latin name for American lobsters, homaris americanus, I mean, cool. Uh, so they release, they pee, uh, uh, out of their antennae. Yeah. Those little, <laughs> 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 those are their, their, their piss, their, their, their piss pistols. Their piss stools. Their pee pistols. Those are, those are where they pee, where they go pee pee. Um, and they, uh, in inject, uh, it's injected into this gill and it projects the urine forward. Um. And, uh, Jesus, a lobster can transmit urine signals up to seven body lengths ahead of them. That's a solid stream. That's a fucking... <laughs> I wish I could pee seven body lengths. That would be fucking crazy. Could you imagine? I mean, logistically, it would work better, like, if you if you are uh, in possession of a penis, Uh, And you can kind of direct. For me, it would just kind of go like seven. How would that work? Maybe I can pee seven body lengths. But I just don't know. Because I've never like peed like out into the universe, you know. It always just goes down. Maybe if I tried to pee, just like project it like, it would go fucking. What's a body length too? What's like the average? Is it a human body length? Or a lobster body length? It's got to be lobster, right? That would be crazy. A lobster can pee seven human body lengths, whatever the average size of a of a human is. I have no fucking idea. Uh, like five, six, seven. That's short, right? I'm five two. Uh, so I I'm below average. I don't know what's like an average. It's below six feet. It's in the upper fives, I guess. Imagine seven, seven upper five links. Jesus Christ, just a fucking solid piss stream. I wonder if, like, my piss stream had like the power of a of a uh, of a drill, it would go seven body lengths into the ground if I were peeing outside in this scenario. This this is all. Uh, this is this is gonna have me thinking for a while. Uh <laughs> how far can you pee you know i like peeing outdoors personally <laughs> feels more natural the key is to get into a full like squat you know you can't just like like you can obviously but if you're just like in like a sitting position then it's gonna be tough on the quads right and sometimes you've been driving for a while you got a solid stream in you and you want to do like full like fucking yoga squat and just fucking let it go like you know like the like legs up you know some some cultures give birth in that position i like to pee in that position i feel like that's the thing isn't that the what's the um the thing that people get like squatty potties, the thing that you can get where you it kind of you put your feet up on the stool in front of your toilet and it kind of uh, simulates that shape. And so you can go uh, pee pee and poo poo more easily. <laughs> that sounded so weird. Why do words sound uh, so much creepier when you say them twice? Uh- <laughs> But, but yeah, that's how I like to pee outdoors. Um, if I, if I, if I, I I mean, like, obviously I don't seek out peeing outdoors. It's not like I have to be, I fucking walk outside and I have like a piss corner outside our door. I mean, hilarious. I, (laughs) I should start doing that. Um, but, (laughs) but you know, uh, if I'm in a situation where say it's between like uh, behind a tree or in like a public washroom, I would rather go behind a tree. Does that make sense? Uh, I feel like I've t- I've told uh, stories about peeing in public before on the podcast. Um, yes, yeah, so we won't go go back into it. But personally, uh, I guess if you had to pee seven body lengths, though, that would make pee outside. <laughs> A lot more fucking complicated if you're fucking trying to be subtle about it and you're like uh, like hiding behind a tree and all of a sudden this fucking (laughs) piss stream fucking seven fucking what what let's say fucking 35 40 foot long piss stream. Just fucking fires fires out from behind this tree. It would be hard to cover up. Hilarious though. But um yeah, these are how these lobsters communicate. Um they they piss on each other. So that's just like an interesting story, a recent discovery, I suppose. Something for us all to, to marinate on. Um yeah. What, how do you, uh, how do other animals communicate? How do other animals pee? Can all animals pee? Uh, I mean, like not, <laughs> I think most animals urinate. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, do they all pee like long lengths like that? Fascinating. Um, the other story, uh, I got two more, all right? You see, cause it's harder um with one person i can't ask questions to my co-host um so uh it's easier just to kind of uh, uh pontificate um on a few stories up top and then we'll go over stuff with the album you guys know you know the drill you've you've been here before we've all been here um let's let's move on to the next one a japanese teacher was suspended after being caught using a colleague's toothbrush more than twenty times, yeah, more than twenty. You know, twenty is like the limit for how many times I'll let a colleague use my toothbrush. But when it gets to more than twenty, then I gotta, I gotta let them know what's up. So uh, the board of education announced on March sixteenth that a 51-year-old teacher at a public junior high school in uh, uh, Shunan, Yamaguchi Prefecture had been suspended for three months for repeated inappropriate behavior, including impulsively putting his colleague's toothbrush into his mouth about 20 times. Three months? What the fuck? If this fucking dude impulsively put my toothbrush in his mouth... 20 times and then just came back three months later like nothing happened what the fuck do they think is going to change in three months if this guy has uh lost control of his impulses to the extent that he puts a colleague's toothbrush in his mouth 20 times they think that shit's going to be solved in three months there's no fucking way this guy's just biting time. he's fucking biting other toothbrushes he's there's lots of the lots of mouth room for <laughs> lots of toothbrushes to put in that mouth in the meantime uh before he returns to the scene of this particular crime um according to the education board, the instructor visited a school nurse's office. 30 times without authorization between early September and late November in 2021. (laughs) Each time at roughly 5 a.m., he went through the room's desk and drawers, putting the nursing teacher's toothbrush in his mouth around 20 times. All right. So this wasn't just like one time this guy, he was having a rough day. Maybe he was off his meds. I don't know. I don't want to assume This guy lost control of his impulses one day, goes into the office uh, early in the morning before anyone's there, uh, repeatedly sticks this toothbrush in his mouth. Okay, that's one thing. He did this shit 30 times? Okay, and then, so 10 of those times he didn't put the, the toothbrush in his mouth? What did he do those other 10 times? Or did he put the toothbrush in his mouth 20 times each of the 30 times? This, this story is spiraling out of control. So he did this fucking 30 times in three months between September and November. And they think that this behavior is just going to stop if they give him a slap on the wrist. You know, three months suspension, no big D. Um, no, there's no fucking way that this guy is going to stop putting toothbrushes in his mouth. This <laughs> 30 times? That's so many times. At 5 a.m. This guy got up early to do this shit. <laughs> he fucking set an alarm. Was like, fuck, I gotta get there now. Cause if I don't, then I'm not gonna be able to to do the the, the toothbrush thing. <laughs> why not stick your own toothbrush in your mouth, homeboy? Why do you why does it why don't you buy a cle a fresh toothbrush and leave it somewhere weird so you can kinda convince yourself that it's someone else's if that's your thing you you get off on sticking other people's toothbrush tooth teeth brush, toothbrushes teeth brush toothbrushes i don't know which one which one do you think it is if you get off on sticking teeth brush in your mouth um uh then why why wouldn't you sticking other people's uh toothbrush in your mouth why don't you buy buy a freshie, stick it somewhere weird, somewhere at work perhaps, where you can kind of tell your mind that it's it's still like kind of dangerous. Um, I don't know, maybe that just doesn't do the trick. Maybe he tried that, and he outgrew it. But um, yeah, three months and he's back at it. <laughs> uh, the school nurse noticed something was wrong, uh, mainly the wet toothbrush. Uh- <laughs> And set up a video camera in the sick room which captured the male teacher's inappropriate behavior multiple times. Shout out to this nurse. She fucking took things into her own hands. She's like, okay, my toothbrush has been wet. Uh, and this is about the 20th time, time I've noticed. <laughs> I'm going to set up a, a camera in this room and catch this motherfucker for myself. Fucking Props props and then, okay, I'm going to finish the story. The, the teacher, uh, the toothbrush bandit was quoted saying, I got carried away with an impulse to put someone's toothbrush into my mouth. I felt close to the nursing teacher. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know what to do with any of this information. I mean, like, I don't, you know, if the impulses, they're, 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 they're imp- impulsive, you know, they're, sometimes you can't control these things and I don't want to put past judgment but there are also uh, boundaries Um (laughs) (laughs) and if you notice um, this is my problem he's trying to make himself out to be a victim here I got carried away with an impulse um, and I felt close to this person so I thought (laughs) That she would be the the one who might be okay with it. Um, you get carried away with an impulse once, okay? Uh, shit happens. You go home. You feel weird about it. You're like, I can't fucking do this shit in my place of work. Um, I got to get a hold on it. Not this guy, fucking homeboy over here. Let's it go nineteen more times. Until he is caught on camera, because the, the 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 toothbrush owner noticed the wetness. He did it so many times that she noticed the wetness on her toothbrush. Ugh, ugh! I wouldn't even. I don't want anyone to stick their toothbrush in my mouth. I don't let Johnny use my toothbrush, not that he's asked, but like if it came up, I uh, I mean like if he really. I mean, uh, you what you, what you do for the the people you love. I wouldn't be happy about it. I would let him use it and then I would buy if we were in this crazy scenario where <laughs> where Johnny needed a toothbrush immediately and he could not go out and purchase a toothbrush for himself. I um would use it use mine first one more time then let him use it and then i would buy myself a new toothbrush. I don't want to be sharing a toothbrush. What like i who I can't imagine sharing a toothbrush. I really can. That's gross. Um it's just icky. Like even uh people you're close with, family, you don't want people's mouth that's even weirder with family to be honest. You don't want your family's mouth gunk in your mouth gunk. Mm-mm. Um But yeah, i also that's not true. I was going to say, I also wouldn't bring my toothbrush to work, but you know what? I used to have a job where you had to work fucking 12, 15 hours a day. Sometimes it's necessary. Um, don't stick other people's toothbrush in your mouth. I'm just like baffled that this guy only got fucking three months suspension. <laughs> like, what the fuck? is uh, I just don't, I just can't possibly imagine... How this could be solved in that amount of time. And how this is gonna sway his behavior. He just got a fucking three-month vacation. Not bad. You know, maybe I should start sticking people's toothbrushes... Toothbrush in my mouth. You know, if it gets you three months off, fuck yeah. I'll do that all day, every day. Fucking 20-plus times. Until you catch me. Until you catch me. You can't catch this. You can't catch that. You can't catch the toothbrush bandit in your mouth. Um... But they caught him, so that doesn't this guy's a fucking <laughs> uh, step it up, uh fucking X Lax <laughs> Do you remember that that insult? X Lax? Smooth move, move X Lax. Um, yeah, this this guy, I mean shout out to the nurse, boss bitch over there. Um I, the school board I think could have done better. <laughs> three months, just move him to a new school, get him some I mean, okay. Let's let's look at both sides here. To be fair, if uh, if he was just fired um, for this, maybe that's not fair. Personally, I'm just thinking from the nurse's perspective, the victim, the toothbrush victim. I don't know if I would be comfortable with this guy coming back to work. I certainly would stop bringing my toothbrush to school in that in that case. But even still, it'd be kind of weird. Um, I wouldn't be comfortable working with this dude again, even if it once was three months later. Um, but is it too harsh to. I mean, to move him to another school, it's not. Um, it doesn't really solve the problem. Um, to get him to just fire him outright and say he can never uh, work again, that is maybe too harsh. If this is um, a mental health problem, which it fucking clearly is. <laughs> I don't think that's an if. <laughs> um No hate, no hate. Uh but but uh, to be to be fair. Um There's probably something more going on here. And um, so maybe I'm being too harsh. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. There's not a lot of details here. But maybe the solution is three months off and then he has to work at a different school when he comes back. That's what I would suggest to this uh, Yamaguchi uh, prefecture education board. That's my two cents. Uh, Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Um, yeah. Okay. And so this final story, this is the one I'm most excited about. How are you guys? I keep fucking, uh, I keep like thinking, uh, I want to have a conversation, but, um, I'm talking to myself right now. That's just, um, I'm so alone. No, I'm, I'm cool. Uh- <laughs> but you guys aren't giving me anything. Did you not learn last time? I need some back and forth here. Okay. I'm kidding. You guys are fine. I'm, am I being, like, too aggressive? Am I being too aggressive with you guys? I'm totally kidding. You know this is all in jest. I love you guys. Um, thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for watching. <laughs> like and subscribe. Um, moving on. Um, final story. My quads are so sore. That hurt like a bitch. Um I I did my my leg. It was it was leg and booty day uh in the old uh Jackie workout regimen uh yesterday. And um yeah, now my my legs are sore. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Um okay. Final story. <clears throat> A company is offering uh Let's start that again. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You know, Johnny always says, uh, that, that I don't, I don't ever fart. Um, which honestly is not true, uh, between you and me. Uh, <laughs> he just doesn't know when I do it. Um, but, <laughs> but I am a burper, as you guys have probably noticed. Um, anyways, <clears throat> <sighs> from the top, um, did you guys ever watch high school Musical? I um super into- <laughs> that just reminded me of the uh, Sharpay and her brother. You know the brruh, um that's what I needed right then. Honestly, um I mean High School Musical one, classic. We all love it. Troy Bolton heartbreaker. Um for me anyways. Uh High School Musical two honestly. I kind of like it better. It's more fun. It's playful. They're at the fucking uh, country club. And they're all swimming. They fucking Troys dance through the golf cart. A golf cart. Golf course. Oh my God. Bet on it. Bet on it. Bet on it. Um. <laughs> I have a fucking sticker of Troy Bolton in the golf course. Iconic. Iconic. If you know the scene I'm talking about fucking leave a comment we're homies for life um oh love that series high school musical three bit of a disappointment you know i remember it was exciting because uh it was released in theaters the first two they were just like tv movies but then by the third they had built up such a big following it was in theaters me and uh my best friend shelby shout out we saw it in theaters um we see troy and gabriella kiss uh uh for the first time i think <laughs> or maybe not we probably see them kiss before why do i think that was a thing where we hadn't seen them kiss until the third movie was that a thing cuz i feel like that was made into a big deal that we finally see them kiss um anyways we know they were banging um I don't really remember what happens in high school musical three though like I don't remember any of the songs it never really stuck with me uh one and two though fucking bangers um all right moving on a company <laughs> is offering their employees masturbation master fuck <laughs> a company <laughs> I've kind of, I've I've spoiled it. A company is offering their employees masturbation breaks complete with wank pods and VR. It's an adult website called Strip Chat. They're offering a new perk to its employees uh, where they have masturbation breaks during work hours uh, with custom-built wank pods and VR headsets. Custom-built? Like, customized to the person? Or is there, they just mean that they've built these, that they didn't buy pre-existing wank pods. <laughs> um, okay. Um, it's a, yeah, an adult website and social network. It employs 200 people. The, there's four high-tech wank pods that will be located at the company's Cypress office and will be equipped with an Oculus Quest VR headset and 4K LED screen to watch uh, X-rated films on the masturbation breaks. Okay so many questions they employ 200 people and they only have four wank pods are you kidding me there's no fucking way they're gonna have to fucking line up oh you have to fucking line up for the wank pod and then you have to walk out and just see all the fucking line up of people that were just waiting for you look I love I love where this is going but my first note is more give me more give me more um In addition to the high-tech features, the large black spherical pods will have a comfortable chair, important, lotion, lube, and the requisite tissues. I mean, they're taking care of their employees. What's not to love about that? I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. I wonder if they have, like, no, because I was going to say I wonder if they have, like, toys and shit in there, but I feel like then that will get to a hygiene issue. Though it might already be, like, a... How are these wank pods? How is the cleanliness being maintained? Is if cuz if someone and a coworker is masturbating in this pod and then they leave and then you go and just whack off in that 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 pod where someone else just just blew their load. I mean, how do you know that they've cleaned up after themselves? How do you know I mean, the VR headset could be contaminated. Um I have a lot of... Do they have, like, fucking wank uh, cleaners? Are there fucking designated uh, wank? Uh, Oh, fuck. I think Johnny's here. And we're back. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Sorry about that, but uh, we're back to regularly scheduled programming. Uh, Where was I on these wank pods? Uh, Okay. In addition... Oh, wait, no, 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 we covered this. We covered the the tissues and the lube and all of that. Okay, Strip Chat is offering its employees 30-minute breaks to use the masturbation pods and says that it wants to provide current and attract new employees with a safe, comfortable comfortable space to rub one out. I (laughs) have someone here who has uh, some thoughts on this. (laughs) <laughs> oh
1: my goodness. hello 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 oh, hopefully the levels are good
0: i think you should be fine if
1: you're gonna give me a 30 minute break <laughs> to masturbate yeah then i'm gonna get it done like 14 times honestly what yeah. do you think that they're doing in the in the pod for the well, next so that's what hi I'm everybody i'm back <laughs> it's been a heavy day
0: I'm, I'm excited uh, to be here He's joining us for the end of this episode. Yes, yes I, am. Um, yes, I am. Thank you for holding it down again. Yeah, yeah. He got home when I was in the middle of talking about the wank pods. Uh, <laughs> I was fascinated
1: by it. I honestly feel like you kept some of that information from me. Like,
0: <laughs> I just found out this story uh, when I was looking shit up before I recorded this.
1: No, that's, that's fair. But I feel mm-hmm. like like we've had wank pods like in this home, <laughs> yeah. in this home mm-hmm. since we've moved into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like you didn't even know
0: this right. whole home is a wank pod it really is it really is sometimes <laughs> it's the morning and i got to yeah. go to work it's yeah. just a <laughs> couple minutes
1: before i leave the you know before i leave the room and you know what i mean if you got to get down then you got to get down mm-hmm. but uh you know you got to get up to get down they always yeah. say
0: yeah my question is if you take a a break in the middle of your work day is this something if i'm uh going to to wank it then it's like a whole like vibe like you kind of I can't imagine going back to work after Techie, that. The
1: day that I've fucking had today and yeah. now I'm coming here to talk about like <laughs> this is not like the vibe that you create. Like, have mm-hmm. you ever masturbated on shift?
0: <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying is Nobody- that I can't imagine going back to work after that. Nobody's <laughs> ever
1: paid you to masturbate on that. OK, so these <laughs> stories are going to get weird. Um, <laughs> I was a bellboy at the Best Western. Right and i had access to every room right there was there uh, like a master key Mm -hmm. and in the event that maybe uh, uh, a heating um, element wasn't working or like a toilet was running too loud or something like that and the customer was um or like the whoever was staying the night right um was annoyed by it right it was a very old hotel so all the maintenance staff would go home at like four o'clock yeah so when I would be there working like the late shift, uh. <laughs> nice. If I had to move any of these people, yeah, um, then I just knew that I would just have to move them to a different room where everything worked. Right. And then the maintenance staff wouldn't be there until okay. the following morning. Mm-hmm. That means that nobody's going to be in that room yeah. for the remainder of the shift. Yeah and oh boy
0: okay but this is different because i'm imagining this is like an office yes setting. yes yes this yeah. is a, this, from what yeah. i
1: gather i've just only been here for a minute but from what <laughs> i gather this is like um like a time that you can go the weird thing is is that mm-hmm. there's a you said there was like a, a lot of employees there's How many?
0: 200 employees and four pods so that's what okay. i was getting into it's like do they all are they lined up you go in have your 30 minutes you come out you see everyone lined up <laughs> and you just get back you sit down in your cubicle everyone knows where you just were you like you just had of, like, your a doctor's
1: office how they have like yeah. that little plastic thing that has like the files in it yeah like so like yeah. if you walk out and you put like the magazine in it and the yeah. guy has to like pick from like the three magazines and go in yeah super weird i think it's going to be more of um like a like a weird thing even um i've only worked in one office and mm-hmm. when i did you didn't necessarily make like a like um like, a point of, like, announcing that you're, like, getting up and going anywhere, but if you were gone for 30 minutes and you come back, you know what I mean? They're taking their wank break. Somebody's, yeah, Yeah. but somebody kind of knows, like, either what you're doing. Also, Mm -hmm. I worked at a film school, too, so I could be checking out sets and, you know what I mean, like, different, you know, kind of, like, areas in the, you know, in the building and on campus, so if that was, um, you know what I mean, I definitely had, like, opportunities, you know what I mean, to, like, sneak away, but if you have to jerk off in the middle of the day, right when you're at work,
0: yeah. But this is is it bears mentioning that they are uh uh like a porn site. Oh, so they're working with. I mean, I guess it makes sense, and that's in in that case they're getting yeah. them kind of hyped up. But it is weird. But, well, do you uh, think you're hot
1: and bothered because like I I'm or if it's just at work. working at a film yeah. school, yeah. Um, like you know, or even going to film school or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you um, don't, like, retain your, like, love for film or love for, like, television in, like, the yeah. way that you enjoy it. Yeah. Then, like, it kind of, like, loses, you know, some of it, right? Yeah, like, feel, like, exactly. Like, when you watching bad movies, like, you can, yeah. you know, you can see the way that it was written and, yeah. you know what I mean, all the, like, the, the tropes that kind of come through and stuff like that and it becomes, like, um like kind of cookie cutter. Right. So I imagine for pornography it would be exactly the same yeah. too and the cutting and, and editing and, and and whatever, you know yeah. what I mean, that, that comes down with, like, promotion and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you're constantly looking at tits, would you know, would you want to yeah. go there or is everybody that's working there hyper horny and they just have been like jerking off in the bathroom already? Yeah. And because like they
0: said that in these pods, there's a uh, VR headsets and then there's also 4k screens that play like porn and shit. Whoa. Right. Whoa. That's right? too much. Right. Like Cause then you give somebody like a
1: half an hour in there. That's just yeah. like, that's too much. Like that's. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then it's like, uh, I was thinking about what is the, what is the cleaning situation? Like, is it just one person finishes up and then another person goes in? Do they have people sweep through? Well, and this
1: was a classic um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, topic brought up in a Kevin Smith movie where they're just mm-hmm. talking about, like, the, you know what I mean? The, the you know, what does a jizz mopper make mm-hmm. hourly? You know what I mean? Right. Like in a spank booth or whatever. Everybody's yeah. going to, you know, bust on the glass, right? Like, right. how much do you make? How much does a jizz mopper make? Right. You know what I mean? They're I, I hope mm-hmm. enough, but at the same time, too, like... I don't think any, like, the, the term unskilled labor, Right. I'd, I don't, you know, it kind of, like, irks me a little bit. Yeah. But there's definitely, you know what I mean, tears to the, you know, they love, like, I can't, I can't yeah. hire somebody to, to do what I can do as far as plumbing is concerned without the right. years of, of experience, you know, right. I mean, the knowledge that comes behind it. But with mopping jizz, you know what I mean, um, maybe if there's no streaks left on the glass, if he's a really good one, then right. hopefully it'll be a month, But, you know what I mean, I can't imagine it'd be enough to, like, you know, feed a family.
0: Right, but I'm like thinking like in terms of between each person that's in this yeah. pod, do they have mm. someone come in in between each well, time? I would hope how that do they stagger these breaks? I hope
1: that it would be like a bathroom at like a really nice strip club where there's right. just like a bathroom attendant in there?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: you just got to be like, "Hey, how you doing?" And he's just like, "He's he's letting you do like your business." Knocks on the door after do 25 minute <laughs> mark. Yeah. Yep, just let you know, "Hey, like we yeah. we you know clocks counting you're, you're down." Round no
0: and rounding down. And I wonder
1: <laughs> if the company is that stringent like if you go overtime then yeah. does that come off your next visit or to like to the thing? Well, I mean, so next I think it would just be a if standard go, break, well, you, if you know, go like 30, a lunch break. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah but like, yeah. so you go 32 minutes in there. The next time uh, mm-hmm. you come in, does it count that? And you get 28 minutes in there right. the next day.
0: Do you have to clock into the, to the <sighs> wank pod?
1: Jackie, this is like, this it's, it's been a, like, I the fact that I'm sitting here having this conversation right now. is kind of blowing my mind, but <laughs> that's the show. This yeah. is why like, this, this, this is why I love you. This is why I, we do this show. This is fantastic. <laughs> transition (laughs) of my day (laughs) has gone from zero to a (laughs) hundred and I'm just going to sit here and be real with you Mm -hmm. probably masturbated at where and I've had a million different jobs so like in different contexts right you know what I mean
0: okay
1: I'm gonna say five times maybe a handful of times
0: at work yes yeah like on the ship and like one time
1: was um, like uh, when I worked uh, when I lived like a block away from my job site right so I would go home to like for lunch You know Mm. what i mean and i'll count even that one as like crank but that's like a hangover yeah you know what i mean like there's like there's a few things that can get you through like a hangover and for me personally it's like weed Mm -hmm. um greasy meal you know what i mean and blasting one off right and then you can like get through like your day but that's like a that that's a heavy day yeah you know what i mean and i'm saying like in my you know even 10 years of plumbing and Mm -hmm. probably like five years working like as many random jobs as you can but you know i never like when i was selling shoes at sport check yeah never went to crank down yeah you know what i mean i was pumping gas at Chevron, I never went the to crank
0: vibe down. Of your work day. Really does. It depends <laughs> like on how close you're working with somebody. From like and stuff. like like sexy mode, mm-hmm. and then having to like go and sit back down at your desk. Super weird. Well, no, see, so, Jackie,
1: that's the difference. Is like when you crank down, it's you get into sexy mode.
0: When I crank down,
1: it's animalistic. I'm looking up the worst possible thing that I can find because it's just like, how are we gonna like crack this off? Right. You know what I mean? Like as fast yeah. as possible. Right. It's completely utilitarian at that right, point. Right. Of course. And um. And, and and nothing to be proud of. Right. So when you go back, it's not necessarily like next time. I think it's even worse. Right. Because then you like you come back to your senses and you're like, I have four yeah. more hours that yeah, I have to work exactly. here. That's the and thing. Like that's what yeah. I just did in the bathroom. That's disgusting. Like I'm yeah. a piece of shit.
0: And that's the thing. Yeah. It's like on the surface, like I'm all for this, but like in reality, I don't know if I would really like that in my work day in like the work environment to see like your co-workers like coming back from their fucking wank break
1: or well, the guy at the desk next to you is just a fucking yeah, hothead. he'll just like yeah. throw a mouse across the room and shit like that yeah. and then like after lunch he comes back like
0: it'd ah. be weird but like again like this is like a uh um sexual company anyways but in like a normal work environment it'd be weird to bring that energy into yeah, the exactly. office you the know no you I... don't want to think like uh about for the most part you don't want to think about your colleagues in that way a place of business is yeah. a place of
1: business i think like um there's friends of mine that work with like uh like now that like marijuana has been like you know legalized mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know they're working like offices and stuff like that my yeah. mom applied for an office job at one of these like marijuana places mm-hmm. and they make it very clear yeah you know what i mean just because we deal in that kind it of stuff that's you not you the vibe of, yeah. yeah. of it right? exactly yeah you know so like the fact that they're kind of doing this kind of encourages that behavior yeah but at the same time they're kind of handcuffed being like you know, we're enticing you like into this kind of thing. I don't know the kind of person that would like apply to work at, like if you're working in porn and you're not in front of the camera, or you're not on set, you know what I mean? In some weird way,
0: you're editing and shit. Then
1: like, there's might be like some, yeah.
0: Or if it's just like, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to sit here and
1: cast aspersions and say that's the type of person that would maybe get this job or whatever. But Hey, like if that's, if that's the rub, Yeah, and then that's the rub, and then um, and then you got to go and rub one out. Then that, hey, then then whatever, right? I'm not I'm not necessarily here to judge, but I am saying that's fucking wild. And where do I sign up?
0: Yeah, I mean, like all for wink pods. That's what I was trying to figure out. I don't know if this is like an American company. Okay, it says there. It's called Strip Chat. Sure, and it just says there's a Cyprus office. I don't know where Cyprus is. Not like BC. Not like that. Not uh, like Cyprus 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 Mountain. Um, I'm happy. But yeah, okay. That's uh, yeah. Those are the wank pods. That's right. fascinating. Yeah, shall we? Um,
1: what album are you doing? Talk
0: about the album quickly and then wrap this up. It's Born in the USA.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All
0: right. We um, got Bruce's butt.
1: So this
0: is the seventh studio album by Bruce Springsteen, released on June fourth, nineteen eighty-four. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Can you tell? I'm Because I don't it's, know anything about this except for, like, my mom loves it.
0: Yeah. So it's Break recorded it uh, with his E Street band. Cool. Um, Tom Morelli. Uh, right? Massive commercial success. Mm-hmm. Produced seven top ten singles. And uh, like
1: forty truck commercials. Yeah,
0: became obviously his most commercially successful album. Sure, sure. One of one of the highest selling records of all time. As of twenty twelve, it had sold thirty million copies, and that was ten years ago. Um,
1: so probably not much more since then. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's the thing. Uh,
0: okay. Cited as one of the greatest albums of all time. Uh, it's kind of where he c- took a departure from his earlier stuff. Kind of embraced a more mainstream, like upbeat uh sound what was bruce doing before this if you don't more kind of down uh bruce like it's still kind of the same um the same sound but more i guess heavy is the best way it doesn't down like this is more poppy town. this is more catchy and okay, stuff okay. but the lyric the like, the lyrical content and themes are the same um i very feel like if like i told
1: him that i'm a plumber with 10 years experience he'd get hard like this yeah. collar guy, right? Well,
0: well, we'll get into that. So it's very classic, like American rock, sure. reminiscent of like the early 60s. Okay. He was kind of bringing it back. Um, it's also kind of like a great uh, like encapsulation of the era that this was released in, released in 1984, uh, Reagan era in the states and so on the surface like very glossy very upbeat happy but then if you go deeper listen to the lyrics there's a lot of anger and like bitterness oh the work i mean jesus christ yeah yeah and uh yeah it's kind of just telling uh there was (laughs) an epidemic going on yeah kind of just telling like dark darker stories but it has like this veneer of upbeat catchy tunes um that's good
1: art should cool
0: People thought that this cover was showing him pissing on the flag, and so it had a bunch of controversy, um, and he denied it. He said that was unintentional. We took a lot of different types of pictures, and in the end, the picture of my ass looked better than the picture of my face, (laughs) which is fair. Good
1: save. Um, For a guy that sells tickets in middle America, you want to get away from that.
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah, and there's also um, the thing with this album that's kind of complicated is that there's an argument to be made that it's so like the they did so well with this um cover of a uh, very upbeat poppy rock songs that it almost overshadows too much the lyrical content
1: the uh you know like do you mm-hmm. know johnny on lyrics i'm a big uh a big fan of that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. i also feel like the tone um kind of like, it's hard not like, to like get like caught up that in Like pushes that things it. forward, yeah. yeah. So I've kind, of, I probably shied away of a lot of these things because they probably, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like um, like radio smash hits or something. Yeah. That's so, like I feel like Bruce Springsteen is like a synonym for classic rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which is like um, which is yeah. fine, and a lot of people love it or whatever. Yeah. But I always felt like I was looking for something like a little bit deeper, or a little bit heavier right. meaning or something that kind of like you know.
0: Yeah. Stuck well, that's to me. the thing is that his lyrics, like he has pretty like radical at the time, very radical politics. Like he's a very. Uh, Normally I do the homework.
1: Sorry, sorry for the flash. I I just kind of jumped in halfway through. Um,
0: But yeah, but that's the thing is that with this, and especially the the title track, which we'll get into, is that it's almost uh, it's not too much because it's doing its job, but it does. um, uh, It it sounds because it's so catchy, so classic rock. You don't listen to the actual like words that he's saying, and it overshadows like what the actual message of the album. Well, is.
1: yeah, I think born in the USA is such, and a
0: especially with the American flag and all the imagery and shit, when which was intentional. The, like, w- but yeah. yeah. I'll, but
1: I'll go to, um, like when I go to Vegas, I'll stay like on Fremont street and mm-hmm. they'll have, um, uh, you know what I mean? Just, a uh, like stages set up and just yeah. at random hours you know cover bands or whatever doing yeah. that when they do like born in the usa you yeah. can feel it you know what i mean and it never feels like i'm like oh this is the yeah you know what i mean though like the working class anthem to right me that like you know what i mean those dillinger four songs are yeah. Or,
0: yeah and so this um album kind of helped like popularize like american like heartland rock that gave a loud um other artists have greater success like Tom Petty, uh, John Cougar, Mellencamp, Bob Seeger, that whole kind of era sure, of rock. Sure. This kind of yep. like ushered that in. Um, Springsteen uh, has said he kind of has mixed feelings about the album. He says the title track uh, kind of just stood by itself. It could always have been a hit single, but the rest of the album contains a group of songs about which I've always had some ambivalence. Uh, But at the same time, he recognized that it had a huge effect on his career. It skyrocketed him to success and brought him a larger audience. Is
1: that the artist inside of him going, oh, shit, like this might not have been like the. Yeah. yeah, um, And he said like it
0: made him kind of going forward question the way he presented his music, made him think more about how he was doing things.
1: I feel like having, um, well, the way that he's kind of doing him stuff uh, like his, um, I mean, or sorry, been, I'm not going to say doing his stuff now or whatever. I mean, obviously he's mm-hmm. been around for decades and decades. Um, but the E Street Band now has Tom Morello as one of the lead mm-hmm. guitarists in it, and I believe was it born in the USA when um, like Trump was trying to come out to um, like yeah, rock so we'll that some that. people. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, they're uh, definitely like left leaning like politics and stuff like that, yeah. which. You know is interesting because of the yeah y- you know so like when i think of bruce springsteen i, f- I think of you know like lifted yeah. trucks in the in yeah know, so like that's the country and shit
0: so the the title track born in the usa is probably one of the most misunderstood songs in popular music yeah. um the chorus has like this positive like patriotic anthem feel But the lyrics kind of are talking about the difficulties and marginalization of the working class Vietnam veterans uh, once they returned to their country, all like the shit they had to face and the verses um mock. like he
1: tried to write fortunate son but he wrote like too good of a chorus
0: yeah well it's like the, the, <laughs> you know the verses in the song kind of mock the the chorus of the song i think that's the brilliance of it but like yeah. i mean it
1: probably overshot i guess now i saw yeah. it after okay and because of yeah. this it's become sure.
0: like a very popular song for politicians to play at rallies and you know campaign speeches and whatnot because they just hear yeah. the chorus uh which is like funny um but do you think this like kind of takes away from the greater meaning and like power of the song like is it still powerful art even if it's misunderstood or does it make it like even more kind of poignant uh that the people he's criticizing use it for their anthems because they don't actually understand they don't they're not actually listening to what he's saying
1: well i think that's like the it's the i mean like yes and no right i think like the answer to that question is um like a little bit in both hands like I I mean obviously it's I think it does give like a little bit more power um like to a song maybe that you've always loved or whatever if um somebody kind of like yeah I hate to watch the news and just um be like reminded that I'm right you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, I don't wanna watch something that kind of like uh, like, solidifies like my, my beliefs already or whatever, yeah. but if you're listening to but I think with music, it's a different thing, right? So if you're listening to music and it's kind of like adopted by maybe like the wrong group of people or something, yeah. and then the group speaks out against that, then yeah. I mean, yeah, then it'll add like a little more validity to the artist and a little bit more of, um, you know, I think like juice to the song. Or whatever and like yeah. you know what i mean i think all that stuff like comes with like your respect for the artist and now you know what i mean that whatever piece of particular art you know what i mean makes you feel or whatever but mm-hmm. i think if um if it uh if it's stan- because i i think on the other side of that when you mm. um like there's a lot of uh you know there's there's a lot of like rock and metal music and stuff like that i think pantera is a really good example yeah um pantera uh, is a b- very influential metal band very popular metal band one of my oh, brother's yeah. favorite bands of all time and i think that um you don't get the metal that you have now i think without like those slow like chug riffs like right. da-da, da-da, you know what i mean a lot of that like heavy kind of stuff yeah. you know it came from that and like musically you can um you know you love that but then when um phil and salmo the lead yeah. singer for you know that band gets up and he starts screaming fucking racial slurs on stage yeah you know and you're just like fuck then you have to yeah. you know what i mean right and then you have to kind of position yourself and like well how do you know how does this make you feel and i mean i'm not like a huge metal guy so like yeah. it's not like i'm like i have to you know draw a hard line in the sand but definitely when i'm in the truck with my brother you know what i mean and we're just like listening yeah. to you know, the songs of our youth you know what i mean that becomes like uh like an issue right so if um if those artists can speak up you know and speak out against it then i think um it does make the song uh, like a little bit better but at the same time too that's the reason why we do this show and stuff like that like we're the kind of ones that you know that feel about that shit yeah right i think on a general landscape maybe most people might not recognize it or care
0: yeah well i think like as an artist i'm sure it'd be frustrating for like uh right wing wing politicians to use this as your anthem but at Mm -hmm. the same time for those who get the song it's kind of like an inside joke I Where think it's that like, that's the best part. Are you listening to the lyrics yeah, that you're blasting it, out to it, your fucking rally? If you right could now? be tongue
1: in cheek, especially because like a lot of um, like uh, you know, when politicians like hit the stage, yeah. they're almost like uh, like they they're not performers. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. They don't know how to like rock a crowd exactly, or like do anything. Yeah. So like they get up there and they're moving to like that that music yeah. and they're like yeah and like you know it, like kind of yeah. like like doing like awkward movements and stuff like that. And I don't think if it's even on the left or on the right. Like I think that a lot of like, you know, music. In its sense, like, I I don't like to, I mean, obviously there's, like, left-wing politics Mm coming, like, involved or whatever, but, Mm -hmm. like, like a Rage Against the Machine album doesn't Mm -hmm. come with, like, a sticker for the Democratic Party, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of it is, like, you know what I mean? Kind of, like, you know, fuck all these people or whatever. So I would, you know, I would really like if you spoke out, like, none of this music can be used out of, you know, any political... You know, function or something like that, but then Mm -hmm. it it takes away. You know what I mean? But but you can't do that either, right? But when when somebody speaks out, I think for the right reason, then you know it'll do that. And I I would honestly I would like it more if he let them use it for like a particular period of time and then Mm -hmm. picked like a better spot to dunk on them.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think it kind of just like proves his point too, like the whole like idea of just like making the surface level of things very catchy and sure. fun and whatever. And then if you don't mm. listen to the deeper meaning, like you miss everything that's actually going on. Um, so it kind of just like, this yeah. point, I think,
1: I think, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's music in a nutshell too. Yeah. Like, I think, um, I'll have a hard time. I can't listen to a lot of like, you know, music that I love in a room full of people or whatever, because mm-hmm. I just remember how much I love those lyrics, how much those lyrics mean to me. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people are just kind of there to have a good time and, uh, you know and just and just hear a song right now
0: yeah
1: for me personally mm-hmm. after the fucking day that i've had i just want to hear a song and not necessarily think about it yeah you well know, and so that's I, the so nice so totally thing about it. this this you
0: know? uh album too is that it's just like a fun listen but mm-hmm. if you want more it's there fuck yeah um, i'm
1: excited to kind of hear the rest of it i want to yeah. see i want to hear um the the other tracks that you know yeah might we can have listen been, to um, it
0: after this if you want
1: well yeah we're, we're hanging out player. Yeah.
0: um okay next question uh, so there was, uh, Springsteen did a show, like a one man show kind of on Broadway. Um, mm-hmm. and was it uh, just
1: him pulling up to like a, like a, like a Ford factory when everybody had a job, but he just started jerking <laughs> off. But, um,
0: uh, <laughs> it, but was, know, was uh it was, it was him at a lumber mill
1: they where he showed up and everybody <laughs> had a job and he just started jerking off.
0: They, um, <laughs> they recorded it and released it on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's really good. I actually, I highly recommend you watch it if you're a fan of springsteen i'm sure you've already watched it if you're kind of iffy so on it him i it's well it's a recording of the broadway show oh cool yeah okay, and so if you're kind of iffy on him uh i really recommend watching this because he's bantering in between it's a really he's singing songs but he's also telling stories in between and it's like a really interesting inside look on him as an actual person and what i found really interesting was that he talks like openly about how the stories he tells and writes in his songs aren't really authentic to his experience um he said and this is like an exact quote he said i'm a fraud i've never held an honest job in my entire life i've never worked nine to five i've never done any hard labor and yet it is all i've ever written about and so do you think that him knowing <laughs> that, do you think that takes away from his songs? Does it take away from his um, authenticity? Does it make it the songs less powerful?
1: I don't know. Like, I, I it, it's hard because I would like if I'm at a bar and I hear mm-hmm. a guy. If I'm at a show mm-hmm. and I hear a comedian yeah. talk about. Yep industry and working and how hard it is and peter grant i'm talking to you right now (laughs) and i love that man you know what i mean but if he goes like too hard into the pain i'm like hey man you're only like a few years into it i've been here for a decade yeah and i don't even talk about it like that because my brother has been in it for 15 years and he doesn't even talk about it like that because my father's been in it you know for 30 years and he doesn't even talk about it like that because you know my grandfather before him and he didn't talk about it because like, his dad burnt in a fucking silver refinery and these things yeah. like you know what i mean like hard work is like in my veins so like that, that's my yeah. that's the legacy of my family or whatever is blue collar and stuff like that with combi- I d- but i no but yeah. i don't i oh sorry um i think that art and the authentic- authenticity behind it like not necessarily i don't think you have to have Turned a wrench right like if i'm Mm -hmm. gonna write like a blue collar anthem then i don't Mm -hmm. need to see like your resume and a list of references Mm -hmm. and to see like where where you've been from i think for him to acknowledge that is important Mm -hmm. and i think that if a guy's going to work you know what i mean every day and this music is the shit to him and Mm -hmm. it gets him through that work day then fuck yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I don't, um, you know what I mean? Like, I've never been on a on a, on a job site where, mm-hmm. you know, 40 hardworking fucking blue-collar guys are all like, fuck Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like, I can't, you know, say, like, because I, I feel like he does it, like right, and I don't feel like he's like tried to like capitalize off it. Maybe like making money off of like pickup truck commercials and not giving that you know I mean, back to workers or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Like maybe. You I know think what he I mean? is
0: like a philanthropic guy though, and if, I if do. If that's think the case,
1: then great. Like I don't know, I don't know enough about him to to criticize mm-hmm. his authenticity, but I do feel like in this case with a guy like him who's like dedicated his whole career to mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like the idea of blue collarism. I think that like national pride in America kind of gets a little bit tied up into it, mm-hmm. and for that reason, like. It might be more of like an anthem to go to war than it would be an anthem to go to work you know what i mean and for that like you know what i mean like as a canadian or whatever it just kind of like this stuff like that that's why it doesn't like it doesn't grab me yeah but i I kind of get it you know what i mean yeah
0: i think uh i think it's a little bit different in music versus comedy because comedy is just you uh, there's no filter of course you're just talking and if you're just saying lies and making up stories um there's something kind of icky about that yeah but in yeah. terms of making music um you're tell me lies tell me sweet telling little lies a story in a different way where you're making a world and i think um it's more acceptable to do that in music and i also think uh he uh, still grew up in that uh you know in new jersey around all of that well like too. that's the so thing i mean I, like hope dad, I, yeah, like I hope his dad i yeah i hope his
1: dad at least worked at a nine to five mm-hmm. or whatever like i mean if he grew up in like yeah. some like affluent society or whatever and was like wait a minute like there's a, mm-hmm. there's a weird thing about like rich kids that uh like like like, like tourist mm-hmm. um you know like um freedom fighters i feel like a lot of the yeah you know kids like white kids in protest lines or whatever are just e- there because yeah. they're like you know i mean like i th- i mean there's a lot of people that i know that like share the sentiments of like you know i mean everybody that's like fighting for Mm -hmm. freedom but also they have kids to feed and shit like that so they're not going to like go to the you know what i mean to like like every protest line but they'll be at like a union picket line and you know what i mean this and that or whatever right so like i understand that so if there's like um like tourism in the working class is appalling but Mm -hmm. if somebody is there making like an honest effort to you know try to like do the right thing for a guy that's you know just trying to feed his fucking family then i'm okay with it too yeah and I think you know what i mean i think i might have had like a, like a stronger opinion of it when i was a teenager and i was a fucking idiot
0: well and i think <laughs> if you listen like yeah. his lyrics and themes like they are authentic like he genuinely seems to understand Mm-hmm. um and he's not just you know profiting of, yeah. off of other people's experiences mm-hmm. he wants to make a difference he's fucking shitting on how the government treats war veterans in 1984 during reagan and nothing has fucking and changed so you know what i mean yeah so i don't really hold it against him too much no I and especially since he he's open account? about it sure. it's not like he's fucking hiding if it. like honestly it's like, like, like
1: that statement you mm-hmm. saying that he, he acknowledged that yeah. live on stage it was like was like you know what i mean uh, i'll give him a pass Fuck it's yeah.
0: literally yeah. in like the first minute of mm-hmm. the thing he's like strumming his and, guitar and also the and thing is he's talented
1: is right like had he not been talented yeah, if he's exactly. from fucking that neighborhood then he would be at the factory like his buddies you know what i mean it probably all went right so he's lucky that he his guitar and his voice worked at the bar they got him the deal they got him that you know or whatever like whatever yeah. his his trajectory to um you know to, to be in a full-time musician was You know what I mean, and then the splash. Like Mm -hmm. I, I I get it. If you're from the neighborhood, then I think like you're okay, because um, you know what I mean. There's a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, a a lot of my friends give me a pass because I can talk about a lot of shit because I'm um, from the neighborhood. And I think think he's like a
0: obviously a very talented storyteller. And I think when you have that talent. uh you might feel like an obligation to tell stories even if they're not necessarily your own personal story if it's like adjacent stories that you grew up with then you still feel an obligation to tell those especially with a platform like bruce springsteen has
1: i do as a comedian with a very small platform i tell stories that i feel are just fucking you know either need to be told or so wild that you know people have to hear them and stuff like that i don't think there's anything you know what i mean wrong with that i think that if he was claiming like you know like too Mm -hmm. much if bruce springsteen was like you fucking pussies during the pandemic or whatever like you know i'm yeah. putting my guitar down and picking up my wrench and shit like that or, yeah and then and then and then uh, it proved that he wasn't you know what i mean they'd be different but i don't feel like that's the case for this guy so I'm, yeah i'm okay i'm honestly it's been a really heavy day and i'm really glad that you held down the show <laughs> again and i'm glad that yeah. i got to at least be here for the end of it so uh
0: yeah that's pretty much i just had one fun fact what's up? bruce springsteen has a minor planet named after him word it's called two three nine nine zero springsteen
1: yo shout out to uh, right? all the all the all <laughs> the people listening on two three nine nine zero springsteen <laughs> yeah i didn't i thought that was, sounds more like an address right? or, you know what i mean how springsteen do you get a Avenue? planet named after you <sighs> man that's that's the problem that's with the fucking world want. is that like if he paid money like who yeah. who did he pay money to and that guy should fucking kill himself because <laughs> i don't think that like, i don't
0: know if he paid anyone money I feel or like if somebody just discovered it iconic. if there was if there was yeah, a um
1: yeah. i believe the people that name um, uh, like that—that name these like scientific discoveries or yeah. like new planets and stuff like that, or the person that discovered it. Yeah. So if that dude just they were discovered just it, a Springsteen fan. Just like yeah. sitting there, just like <laughs> I bet he was wearing cutoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had his cigarettes rolled Called up.
0: Springsteen. They're like, well, you have to put the numbers. Okay, two three nine nine zero Springsteen. Boom <laughs> in the USA. Yeah.
1: I think that's pretty fucking cool. Uh,
0: but yeah, if we can wrap it up. We wrap it up. Yeah.
1: Come to King's Head Comedy on Tuesday. I love you. Rest in peace, Grandma.